Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. Do you want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. It is Wednesday, September the 4th, 2013. This is episode number 144 of Purple Mafia. I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajin. And Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be on once again for yet another season preview. Joining me very shortly will be the very Dylan Richardson that you hear at the beginning of the introduction. The very Dylan Richardson that is the executive producer and creator of thesportstuff.com. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this. This is going to be fantastic and I hope you are as well. Also want to welcome... The listeners of Dakota Sports FM, that's right, Dakota Sports FM, thank you again, Travis Crines, for having us a part of your network as well. Thank you so very much. Someday maybe we'll call this the Purple Mafia Network, yes. (laughs) But yep, the flagship website, thesportstuff.com, thank you always again for having us. Yes, so as mentioned, this is the season preview. This will be the sixth season preview, NFL season slash NFC North, whatever you want to say. Uh, NFC North heavy, we are also going to, uh, yeah, we're going to predict how many wins and losses the teams in the NFC North will have, that being me and Dylan Richardson, of course. Uh, Then, of course, obviously the Minnesota Vikings, heavy, heavy Viking talk, of course. Uh, And we're going to make predictions at how things are going to go in the AFC and NFC. Particularly playoffs, we're going to talk about the two teams that will face, that will kick off, we'll call it, in the AFC and NFC Championship games, and on to who is going to f- meet in the Super Bowl and who will, in fact, be the champion. Last year, I was successful picking the Baltimore Ravens. Dylan had the San Francisco 49ers winning last year. Almost got it, but I wound up with the Raiders. Uh, Ravens, almost called them the Raiders. Yeah, right. Raiders, Super Bowl. Yeah, well, long ago in the galaxy, far away. Not now. So, yes. To the point, yes. Uh, normally, from from here on, normally we're going to have like the mailbag segment, you know, like Twitter and, and Facebook page and all that good stuff for Purple Mafia will be generally at the end of the show. But in this case, this is a special edition. So for the sake of the show being more organized and for it to just, it just works a lot better this way, plain and simple, because when Dylan's on, we just go. So I'm going to do the Facebook part here solo in the first segment. Facebook and a little bit of Twitter, I believe. Not too much going on with the Twitter. but And Facebook will not be too uh, loud either. 
we're going to talk about the cuts and the practice squad additions, and I'll comment about that briefly. Fourth game of the preseason, not all too much to talk about other than, well, certain guys made the team and certain guys didn't <laughs> over the course of the third game of the preseason. I'm a bit stunned with at least a couple of them. One, it's like, eh, you know, it's not the biggest shock ever, but it's a little bit like, huh, I thought he played pretty well. The other one, though, was a guy I called the MVP of the preseason. It's just like, you got to be kidding me. Wow, what a drop-off. And I guess in a lot of ways he earned his, uh, his, his release, but luckily he has caught on with another team. We'll talk about that player in a second. Let's just quit, get right away. Let's just jump right into the, into the Facebook page. Yes, facebook.com forward slash purple mafia show. I'll start with Mark Carlson, even though Tony Coleman, welcome back to Tony, by the way. Tony Coleman's post is uh, was slightly before Mark Carlson's. Only two posts so far. Well, we'll say three. Chris Posey said, what a great drive. That was in the drive when the Vikings actually scored. Christian Ponder did play in the first game, in the fourth game of the preseason, which is quite cool. It was a good drive. The Vikings tied things up. They finally won a preseason game. That was nice. And then it's like, great, now we can finally get through regular season football. But, yeah, it was a drive that lasted a while. And Vikings were able to score in a, in a fairly impressive fashion during that drive late in the uh, second quarter. It was uh, it was nice to nice to have right there. <laughs> nice to nice to finally get something done. Right, basically, you know, it it always feels good. Enough about that, though. I'm not here to review a preseason game. I'm just not. Uh, so. Let's get to what Mark Carlson had to say. He simply says, Already not feeling good when I stumbled across the cable TV channel with showing something about the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Oh, now I'm already, now I'm going to be sick. <laughs> I got it like that. That's pretty much gold star material, we'll say. Yes, yes, pretty much gold star material because anybody that hates the Dallas Cowboys gets a gold star in my mind. <laughs> Tony Coleman then, yes, simply posts about the Vikings... Get to 53-man roster, announce cuts. So, yeah, Tony, thank you very much for promptly posting that. Very cool indeed to give it to the listeners and the viewers of the Facebook page of the Purple Mafia Show. That's right. But first, we'll, we'll get to the Twitter before I read those off. The Twitter account, at Purple Mafia Show. Simply give that a follow. Yes, just look up at Pro Mafia Show and follow it. Would be greatly appreciated. But I think there's only maybe like one or two Twitter, Twitters, tweets, whatever this week. Actually, no, there's a little bit. Um, <laughs> Anthony Carlson tweeting a bit, uh, saying, Ah, I got mentioned on the show. Yes. And so did uh, Stephanie. Haven't heard from her, unfortunately. So, um, not didn't see a response from her into Anthony, that being Anthony Carlson. Yes, sir. Yes, definitely related to Mark Carlson. <laughs> yep. He's in the military, being Anthony, in Pennsylvania. Gotta like that. For the time, uh, yep, in Pennsylvania. Originally from Iowa, of course. Uh, D. Fry, at D F R Y E 2354, says, Hey, thanks for reading Antonio Fett's tweets on air. Now I have to hear about it all the time. Well, now you get to hear yours, too. Now you get to hear yours, too, D-Fry. Yes, sir, D-Fry. Welcome to Purple Mafia Show. He's a Bears fan, so you can join Dylan in that uh, category there. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to hear from a Bears fan on this show. Yes, so don't be uh, don't be shy, D-Fry. Keep tweeting. Very cool, and don't be uh, afraid to listen, either. 
<laughs> I was basically ta- uh, having a brief conversation with him, saying, "I uh, take it he he enjoyed it." And then, yeah, he said, uh, "Fry says, yeah, you could say that." He just uh, and Anthony saying he likes to rub deep fries bare nose in it. You got it like that, and half <laughs> it's good stuff. So, hope you guys enjoyed the little shout out there. Very fun. Antonio also saying, or Anthony saying, he's not 100% convinced this Vikings team is ready for the season. Lots of gaps need filled and lots of cleaning house to do. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, very true. It's very true, unfortunately. It's uh, it's a bummer. It, it really is. Yes, sir. Uh, Justin in Rochester, actually, a couple of earlier ones. A bit of back and forth with him. He said Mission Meadowlands. Yep, he said a little satire, but hey, you know, obviously a quarterback and defensive backs scare Justin Rochester. Me as well. No no doubt about it. Uh, Justin Rochester saying, by the way, you mentioned me on the show, then never got back to me. Did I miss it? No big deal. Just wondering if I'm losing it. And yeah, I gave him a response. So yes, yep, obviously Justin and I cleared that up very quickly there. Uh, yes, <laughs> Justin saying he can't wait for the coming show, and someday I hope to prove worthy to sit in with you. Hey, hey man, there's not much uh, proving worthy you have to do, really, <laughs> as long as you have knowledge about the game and are comfortable talking about the Vikings. Yes, yes, it's always a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you can always call in, too, as well. That's always a possibility. Always welcome. Yes, sir. So, back to the 53-man cut. So now we are done with the quote-unquote mailbag segment. Forgive me again for copying the <laughs> Judd and Dubay show, but then again, mailbag is a pretty common word, I suppose. So the players that got waived last Saturday, yes, were tight end Colin Anderson. Here's the one that upset me a little bit. Maybe not too upset, but eh, I was a little bit down about it. Joe Banyard. What? Yeah, Joe Banyard did not make the final uh, 53 man, unfortunately. I was a little bit disappointed about that, but it's just, again, one of those things. I guess they still like Matt Asiata. Matt Asiata is back. He is on the team, and, of course, the talk is obviously Matt Asiata's uh, um, special teams play a bit better than... Joe Banyard, and that's just the way it goes in, in this day and age. If you're not going to be like a major playing time type player, you better be really good. You know, If you're not going to be like a first or second string, especially first string type of player, you better be pretty good on special teams. And if you're if somebody else is better than you, well, you're going you're gonna to have issues. So, But the good news is Joe Banyard will be in the Magnificent Seven who were signed on the, pack, uh, the practice squad. So Joe Banyard still will be wearing purple, just not on Sundays yet. Okay, now on to the next one. we got 17 more to stay here. <laughs> Safety, Brandon Bishop. Offensive lineman, Travis Bond. O-line, Travis Bond. Seventh round pick. Cut. Yeah. Cornerback, Brandon Burton. And here is a biggie right here. A biggie. Wide receiver, Stephen Burton. Ouch. Stephen Burton, a guy who was tearing it up. The first two games of the preseason looked like this guy had a lock on this roster. Oh, good, he is the fifth receiver, but still, I mean, it's a, he was a draft pick a few years ago. It's not like he's just this random guy who came out of nowhere. Stephen Burton looked pretty good, and he got himself cut with those poor routes. He got he gave Ponder, and we'll call it an unearned interception, because those do exist. 
they don't show up in the stat sheet, but they do exist if you're somebody that follows the game closely, we can say. <laughs> so that a bit disappointing there. Just a little bit. Everett Dawkins, defensive tackle Everett Dawkins, another 7th round pick, gone. Yeah, really. That's two 7th round picks gone. Granted, 7th rounders are kind of, you know, yeah, they're kind of a dime a dozen, I suppose. But still, safety, Darius Eubanks, cornerback, Bobby Felder. Yeah, bummer. But the good news about him, it's it's an IR thing. It's an IR thing. Bobby Felder, still protected, still a member of the club, but was on waivers. He could have been claimed, but was not. Steven Burden was claimed by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, goody. But at least it's an NFL team. Barely. <laughs> Barely an NFL team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We take that we we say that we say NFL very very carefully when we talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars, don't we? Yikes! Tight end Chase Ford got himself cut with some really poor play late in the preseason. Offensive lineman Brandon Keith, defensive tackle Anthony McLeod, McLeod. Unfortunately for him, and here's another notable, and I kind I feel bad for him because he got a tongue. He, I mean, he got a chewing by. <laughs> our special teams coach after, you know, getting called for holding on a very long Stephen Burton touchdown kick return, which cost probably, which helped cost Stephen Burton a, uh, well, um, yeah, Marcus, we'll just say Marcus Sherrill's run probably cost Stephen Burton a position and maybe uh, Bobby Felder as well. We'll see. Yep, Marcus Sherrill's 109-yard touchdown return, which helped the Vikings win the game, by the way, but I'm just saying... But yeah, Stephen Burton's touchdown was nullified because Tyron McKenzie was called for holding, and I remember the chewing he got. It was pretty embarrassing. He looked kind of down and out. Yeah, I mean, he did not look like he was feeling all too good about it, uh, and I wouldn't either. I mean, wouldn't that be, it's like, oh goody, now I'm going to get cut. But special teams coordinator Mike Prefer, a very respected um coach in the NFL. Some people say he's going to be a head coach someday. Well, you could say that about a lot of people, but it's just one of those things. Um, we'll just, yeah, unfortunately for Tyron McKenzie, he was cut. Uh, hopefully he resurfaces somewhere. A pretty good player in on special teams, but just things didn't go well this preseason. It just didn't work out. Best of luck to Tyron McKenzie there. As we continue to bounce around like craziness here, Offensive lineman Kevin Murphy, defensive tackle Spencer Neely, defensive and DeAndre Reed, who wound up on the IR as well, so he's still a member of the Minnesota Vikings. Thank goodness for him in that case. Rodney Smith was, yeah, Rodney Smith, a, a popular guy, wide, re- wide receiver, also wide receiver Adam Thielen, and defensive and Collins Okou. <laughs> Uko, yep, 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 gotta like that one, gotta like that name. So, the guys that are on the practice squad, Travis Bond and Everett Dawkins, back with the Minnesota Vikings. So, those two seventh round picks are back on the practice squad, so I'm sure they feel better. So, they were cut, but they were protected, thank goodness. Joe Banyard also on the practice squad. Chase Ford, a well-liked tight end, but there's a lot of tight ends, of course. He's back on. Kevin Murphy's back. Rodney Smith is back. And Adam Thielen is back. The two wide receivers that are very, very well liked by a lot of us fans <laughs> that like to find those sleepers out there. You know, those sleepers, those guys that, hey, you know, you know, I, I, I know more than you about football. He's going to be, 
he's going to be really good someday. Just watch. But no, it's not even about that. I mean, I was a big, I was a big fan of Marcus Sherrill's hopefully making the team. And I remember when he got cut, but was brought to the practice squad and then the next year made it. And he's been on the Vikings for, I believe this is his third year playing on Sundays now. So very cool watching Marcus Sherrill's who was kind of a, you know, he was an oak. He was a decent player in the Gophers yet winds up being an NFL player. Very cool. Very good for him. Marcus Sherrill's. Not a very good defensive back, but a hell of a special teams player. And that's basically why he's in the NFL. Plain and simple. If you can play special teams, there is a place for you to play on Sundays. Yes. Yes. So that will conclude the Facebook page, the Twitter, and of course the cuts and all that good stuff. Time to get on to the legitimate full-blown season preview with Dylan Richardson. But first, got to remind you to call in to the phone lines when you can. 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Remember to treat it as such. Mention what show you're calling into, which is, of course, Purple Mafia. Or you can just say, hey, Joey, which a lot of people tend to do. <laughs> and uh, there you are. You can join me on air. You'll be famous. Yeah, you'll be famous for a minute or two or three. And there you go. You gotta like that feeling, don't you? Well, with no further ado, I will send you to break, and then you will hear me with the man, Dylan Richardson. Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get their first down, then get a touchdown. Rock them, sock them. Exciting time for us as we are in preparation for the kickoff of the 2013 season. Uh, we were able to pair our roster down over the weekend. It was not uh, easy getting down to that final 53 along with what we did uh, with our practice squad. Uh, a lot of tough decisions, a lot of discussion, and you like it that way because that means our roster has become more competitive. Uh, so there were uh, a lot of conversation from our coaches, our scouts, uh, it, it was it was it was good, and I think the the group that we've uh, finalized uh, gives us the best chance to be successful in 2013. Really proud of every one of our players who went through some of the things they went through, going back through April, through our OTAs, uh, through training camp uh, to make our squad. So it's a good group. Uh, we're excited about every one of them, and looking forward to uh, our preparation uh, when we get back on Wednesday as we prepare for our first game of the season. That's what you like about Jamarcus Webb. Uh, you know, he, we had a chance to line up against him a, a few times, uh, and we liked his length. Uh, that really sticks out at, at you, along with his athletic ability. He's a guy who has shown he has the ability to be a, a very good offensive tackle in our league. Uh, there are definitely some things uh, that he has to work on to become a complete player, and that's one of the reasons we were able to acquire him. Uh, 
but we like the, the, the size and the experience that he has in the, in the NFL as a tackle. Did you have a good idea that you were going to get him when, he, when you were going through your cutting cut process? Uh, we knew that that was a possibility, Mark, but we didn't know if it would if it would happen or not. Uh, uh, but we had some discussions, so we had an idea. But still, there were other teams ahead of us if someone wanted to claim him, so we weren't sure if it was going to happen, but it, it worked out. Would he back up both spots, or if, if something were to happen to Matt, would, uh, would Charlie slide out to the left side? Or, you know, he's, he's your backup for both spots? Right. He's, he's, he's played, you know, left and right, so we think he can do both, and that's, that's the way we'll approach it here, although Charlie could kick out outside, but, uh, but we're going to give Jamarcus that chance. Yeah, we're counting on Zach and Rhett to really help us in that area, along with John Carlson as well. Uh, so... You know, we're still going to be in some two-back situations when we line up on Sunday, and, and we think those guys can, can be capable of getting the job done. Some of those other injured guys, they were back to practice, Jarius and Mistral and Sharif. Is that a good sign for Sunday? Oh, yeah. You know, like I said, we're going to talk more about, about injuries uh, on Wednesday, but it's great to have everybody back, our entire team, you know, everybody moving around. It's good to, to have them back in the building. And that was Minnesota Vikings head coach Leslie Frazier talking about cutting down to the 53-man roster. This is Dylan Richardson, and I'm joining you with Joey Wygen here on Purple Mafia. Probably everyone's scratching their head. Who the heck's this guy? How come he's what? What's going on here, Joey? Ah, uh, you're you're uh, you've you've taken over my show. You're. Uh... <laughs> It's <laughs> I'm taking over. You came from the planet Vulcan. <laughs> yes. And and said you'd you'd atomize my brain if I don't let you take over the show. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> no. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> but we're here to talk about the NFC North. Yes. Our favorite division of all of football. One of the tough divisions, the Norse division, the black and blue. Or well, I guess the the bears and the and the lions and the no, I'm, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I guess it is what it is. I miss the old black and blue. Now there's a lot of passers in the division, except for the ones that wear purple. But well, we're we're we're, we're trying to be passers with all our receivers we brought in now. Yes, yes. Oh, stealing from other teams, which is good. Yeah, we have to do that and making nice draft picks and giving you know like. <laughs> giving up a trillion draft picks to get the guy, but hey, if, if he's the right guy, he's the right guy. He's the right guy. So I guess I we're going to so. start off with the Lions, eh? That's the choice. Yeah, we got to start with the most irrelevant one. No okay. offense to those of you out there in Detroit. Yeah, yep, the you Lions. Know, yep. I'm waiting for the but, because but means forget everything that was previous said. Mm-hmm. Previously said. Yeah, pretty much. The, the, the most irrelevant team in this division uh, no offense, but mm-hmm. you do have Reggie Bush now, and Stafford put in some good numbers last year. Um, not so many like, not so many touchdowns, and uh, really a terrible record. But they added Reggie Bush, who is one of those guys that I don't think is going to be an every down back. No, he's he, he's kind of more of a bit more of a bit running back in this league, kind of a special teams type. A situational back and all that good stuff. He's not an every down back. No, not in this league. And but he will bring something to the Detroit Lions that they haven't had in in, in quite a while. And that's a legit legit player in the backfield. 
So now we can hop in to the wide receivers, though. I mean, they have a lot of talent at wide receiver. Kelvin Johnson, you have guys like, uh, obviously, Brandon Pettigrew, a nice, legit tight end. You have hmm, you have Nate Burleson, the former Viking, former Seahawk. Eh, he's okay, but <laughs> that's about it. Really, the, <laughs> the backbone of the Detroit Lions is what, Dylan? Kelvin Johnson. Well, there's that. Yep. And then on the defensive line, too, you got a lot of talent there. Obviously, Kelvin Johnson's a superstar. Um, Matthew Stafford passing for 5,000 yards just, just about, but almost no touchdowns. But, yeah, the defensive line is really the backbone of the Lions outside of Kelvin Johnson, yes. Uh, they have a couple of good ones, Nick Fairley and yep. Devonican Sue. Mm-hmm. See, if you say the first name long enough, mm-hmm. or fast enough, I mean, uh, it's... It almost sounds like you know how you're saying Navarakansu. Yeah, it's like who? Su. Yeah, you know Su. Navarakansu. Damakansu, yep. <laughs> so, you know, I think Nick Fairley is going to have a breakthrough season this year. Uh, I think he's going to be one of one of those uh, Pro Bowl types who will he'll get to play because <laughs> I don't think they're making the playoffs. So uh, he'll get to play in the Pro Bowl, I think. Uh uh, along with Navonikansu, you know, the, the notorious uh, bad guy, uh, he's mm-hmm. the villain of the league, so to speak. He is. He's the, he's, he's the Andrew Bynum of the NFL, you could say. <laughs> I shouldn't say run our test. I tried to last year, but no, nah, he's, he's Andrew Bynum. Yeah, I don't think Sue would punch a fan, but hey, no. maybe. No. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if he threw beer on him, maybe. Mm-hmm. And even and, bef- and before we move on to the next team, which some people might say the most relevant team in the division, some might say that, but we we try to shy away from that. Um, like to give an ode to, <laughs> well, obviously he's not dead, but his career is over. That being Jason Hansen, legendary kicker of the Detroit Lions, has retired. Like a twenty-year career, wasn't it? Yeah, really, back to ninety-two. Yeah, ninety-two. Well, his whole career was in Detroit. Started out when, well, right after Detroit had a great uh, division championship season, got to the NFC title game against the the Washington Redskins, only to get blown out. But <laughs> you know, uh, you know, the great thing about his career and spanning that long is that he got to see Barry Sanders come and go, and then yeah, he got yeah. to see Barry Sanders come and go. I think that's about it. That's a yeah. That's about it. You got to see Charlie. Ba- uh yeah, yeah. You got to see Ooh. Barry come and go. Isn't that <laughs> that backup guy for the Steelers for umpteen years now? Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's basically what it's been. Lots of uh, lots of off seasons. That's what he got to see. Lots of golf. Lots of fishing. Oh, he had lots of off season time. Definitely. And so maybe you know that's why he stuck around. Maybe that's why he could play so long. He's like, well. I'm kind of wrapped up for about 16 weeks, 17 weeks right here, but the rest of the year, I'm good to go. Let's mm-hmm. go. And you know what the highlight of his career may have been? Hmm. He got to eat a lot of turkey. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> they play Thanksgiving every Thanksgiving. Games. Yep. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, great kicker, though. Great kicker. And, and you know what? You know what? Probably the one word would describe Jason Hansen more than anything else? What's Loyal. <laughs> Loyal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Loyal. Well, I guess if a team keeps on wanting to pay you year in and year out, it's probably easier and uh, you know cheaper on the pocketbook not having to move every couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must have been nice. Uh, 
great career, Jason Hansen. Now it's David Akers' turn. So we'll see how that goes. So dare we move? Dare we move to? Well, it's east of the east of the river for us, quite a bit east of the river, but uh, a little west of Detroit and quite a bit east of you there in Northern California. Yes, quite a bit. Quite a bit. We head to Cheeseland. It's over in uh, Wisconsin, don't you know? Oh yes. Well, yes, our most our official unfavorite of all unfavorited teams, the Green Bay Packers. Who? Not Green Bay. Uh, exactly. You say it fast enough, and <laughs> we maybe can get away with it. Here, which is yeah, get away with it. <laughs> the Packers. The Packers. Packers. Let's We're get it right. And I, that's now. not a misspelling. When I hashtag it on Twitter. <laughs> I have to preface that. The Peckers win. Yeah. And this is coming from a Viking fan and a Chicago Bears fan. Yeah, Definitely. we both hate the Packers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no no ifs, ands, or pecker butts. Yeah, we're 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 allies in, in, in this war right here against Green Bay. <laughs> oh yes. Can anyone else win this division besides the Peckers? Probably not. Probably not. Ugh. Probably not. I think that they've got the best offensive player in all of football, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy just consistently puts up great numbers. And the poor 49ers, I know you guys are all happy with your Colin Kaepernick, but I don't care what Cap can do. Aaron Rodgers blows him out of the water. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers really wanted to come and play for the 49ers back in the day, but... You know, you had to go for good old Alex Smith. Yeah. Eight. You know, if they drafted Oops. Rodgers, I might have, I don't know, maybe rooted a little bit for you 49ers. But I, I like how I'm addressing the show like 49er fans actually listen to this show, right? I, I hope hey, so. The, the more the merrier. 49er. <laughs> hey, 49er. Let me tell you. 49er. Let me tell you. So. Uh, kind of ironically, I'm talking about 49ers. Seneca Wallace joins the squad as the yes. second, as it's the official Green Bay site. They have him. He just was claimed off waivers as the number two cornerback for the Green Bay Pickers. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? Seneca uh, Wallace, third I mean, string niner. Yep. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, well, the guy just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's boom. Uh, Hey, we're going to sign you. Oh, yeah, by the way, you're number two. Yeah, one of the worst quarterbacks, like, ever, pretty much, especially with his win-loss record. What was he, like, 4-15-something and 15 something as a starter? Ah. But, Joey, he tries really hard. He tries, yep. He tries really very hard. <laughs> he's got he's got guts. He's got guts, doesn't he? So, you know, this team is going to be – it's really pivotal for this team on offense. It's going to be <laughs> one of those – we can score more points than you mm-hmm. type of teams. And Jermichael Finley is going to have to have a great season. And uh, Jordy Nelson, you know, these two guys are going to have to have really, really good seasons. And the wild card is going to be Eddie Lacy, rookie mm-hmm. running back. Yep. He, you, know, you know how well all these uh, uh, running backs do so great in Green Bay. <laughs> they get injured like yeah. no tomorrow i'm on green all the way there's i don't even know five ten edgar bennett mm-hmm. yep all so many i mean so many of these running backs it's almost like a curse what what would we call the curse you know we had the curse of the bambino that was broken maybe eddie lacy is uh you know the 2004 red Sox. we'll see we'll see if he can break this mm-hmm. curse it'd be about time for them wouldn't it 
It's like it's like you know the Green Bay Packers running backs were always on the Madden cover. Mm-hmm. Isn't that? Yeah, that is pretty funny, and that's the curse. The Madden curse always hurts. So really, yeah, it, it is kind of a. There's multiple things with this uh, the Packers here that are obviously it all ends. It all adds up to you need to stay healthy on the offensive side, or it's over. And obviously, it's all in with Aaron Rodgers or nothing because evidenced by their number two quarterback. Second exactly. Wallace, it's it's the best or the worst, and on the defense, it's all about well, yeah, you're gonna we're gonna outscore you, so we can mask the defense and turn them into an okay looking defense, just like the '98 Vikings, '99 Rams, and St. Louis or excuse me, New Orleans Saints of 2000. I don't even want to go there, <laughs> but yeah, you mask the defense by outscoring with your offense, and then the defense can be more aggressive and look kind of good, actually, believe it or not. And, of course, there are good defensive players on the team, like Clay Matthews, A.J. Hawk, and stuff. Undesmond. B.J. Raji, you know, mm-hmm. it, this this team is built mm-hmm. to have a lead. It's kind of like the old uh, Peyton Manning days over in Indianapolis where, you know, they get the lead and they can just pin their ears back and we know what's coming on. You know, first down, you got to throw. Second down, you got to throw. Yep. Uh, with the exception of, you know, a screen pass or, you know, a draw play, uh, teams are going to have to, you know, throw the ball in order to beat Green Bay because they're just going to light up the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. And I was going to, I was kind of joking about and Desmond. Bi- oh wait, he's here now. <laughs> but no, I mean that that is what it's all about. Force the quarterback to keep throwing, and well, the, just the defense is going to look better, and they're going to get more turnovers. And there you exactly. go. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. A la Saints and Vikings and Rams and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. Look out! Look out for the Clay Matthews hair sacking you. Oh man, I blindside hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be a. Yep, I mean, so yes, most likely the division champions. Uh, Detroit. Well, I think we both. Uh, I'm leaning towards five and eleven with their record. Just to throw that in there real quick, so we could have number. Uh, you know, win win loss records for these teams as we predict. Yeah, you know, I looked at their schedule. I'm seeing probably about four wins in their future. Which one? D- Detroit? Uh, wow. Detroit. Oh, that's, yep, yep, yep. Remember, we were talking off mic for a little bit, we'll call it, off mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wink, uh, wink. Uh, Inside joke there. Yeah, <clears> exactly. Always... Well, we could come clean. We actually did the show. We made it all the way to the end, and yeah. uh, something crashed, and we lost the entire thing. I really hate this computer. It's all <laughs> it's all my fault, too, for, yeah. I, I hate it. I'm still using it. Go figure <laughs> That's all right. We're not going to lose it this time. We're both recording, so we have a backup of a backup. So mm-hmm. we're good to go. You know what so, I'm like? I'm like the Packers. I'm trying to outscore. <laughs> I'm trying to mask the bad computer by outscoring uh, the computer here by yeah having such a good show that I won't uh, screw up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know this is this is going to be like one of those Colts teams where we're just going to run the score and. You know the defense is going to be fine, but you know they're going to get stuck in those situations where they're not going to have the lead, mm-hmm. and that's when this defense is going to struggle. Yep, and that's what happened against the Forty ers <laughs> Exactly. So I think it's going to be hard for them to actually uh, stop the run. I think the pass they're going to do all right with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be a uh, well. They're going to have a. They're probably going to win the division, but after that. It's going to be hard to say what they can what they can accomplish. Uh, I'm leaning. I'm still going to go with 11 wins just to be safe. 
Uh, obviously, yeah. if somebody gets hurt, somebody of significance gets hurt, they're going to be 6-10 and 10 or something. But, yeah, that's all. We can all hope for that, I suppose. Yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> this is, a, you know, you could say this for probably over half a dozen or the entire NFL. You're one or two injuries away from going from first to worst, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if Aaron Rodgers goes out, well, I'd, Seneca Wallace, I mean, that's Yikes. a big, that's a steep drop-off. Mm. Steep mm. drop off. They may or, take, yeah. If you even lose Jordy Nelson, that's going to be a hard, you know, hard thing to come by. And who knows with Jamichael Finley? That guy's always getting injured. And on yeah, the flip side, is. I mean, Clay Matthews, you know, AJ Hawk, these two guys have been injured, and BJ Raji has as well. So, um, you know, the injury bug, if it bites, like it tends to to do in Green Bay and somehow they get along with it. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. There's too much of a steep drop-off between the number ones and number twos. Yeah, it's going to be, that's the whole key. I mean, it's all about the first team. The first team is great. The second team is not. They're just, that's just how they're built. Hmm? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now with no further ado, or yeah, um, how many wins do you have Green Bay winning? Um, I think you're right in there. I like them for about 10 to 11 wins, 11 being the best. 10 to 11, um, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's that's where I think they're going to go, and they're going to win the division here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, I really yeah. hate saying it. Sorry, Viking fans. Obviously, I, we know who we are, but uh, we need hey, a better never know there could be a pleasant <laughs> surprise. Remember last year I said, hey, you never know, you never know, you never know, and look what happened last year. They made the playoffs. <laughs> that exactly. was awesome. After a 3-13 season, see, they made the playoffs. See, what a great contingency Jeez. plan. When you're on a show, just say, you never know. And so when the team does good, you look smart. Yep, that's what it's all about. See, you never know. The Bears might go 12-4. and four. Okay, but they also could go 6-10, and 10, but they might go 12-4. They, they, they could be worse than the Lions. Who knows? There's so many different <laughs> ways that this could go. For I mean, you got Mark Trestman, mm-hmm. who's coming in. Finally. Mark Dressman. Finally, a offensive-minded head coach coming into Chicago. Now, this is unheard of. This is unheard of. And as Minnesota fans, you guys should know, he was a quarterback for – he was a golden gopher. And crazy? he has spent a, a, a chunk of his uh, NFL career in Minnesota as a running back, backs coach, uh, 85 and 86. Uh-huh. Uh, he was in Tampa Bay in 87. Um, he's, you know, he's been all around quarterbacks coach. Um, actually he was at Miami as a quarterbacks coach back in 81. Um, and he was, uh, 81 to 83 actually. And Bernie Kosar, and then he kind of wrote those coattails and, uh, was his coach again in, uh, 1988. Um, so really like, uh, his NFL career is pretty extensive but there's no head coaching in this at all. You know, he's been a quarterback's coach. He's been an offensive coordinator, even for the 49ers in the good days. Um, he also was a quarterback's coach when Jake Plummer almost put up four grand, which was kind of unheard of from a Cardinal. Um, also, oh. he's quarterback's coach for the Oakland Raiders in 2001 and 2002. And you all know Rich Gannon was the last good Raiders quarterback. So, mm-hmm. um winning an MVP and all. So, you know, he has a, a pretty good NFL career. So, as of recently, his, you know, his 
NFL career, okay, it's got some holes in it. He's missed a year here or there. You know, he's been all around. So it's kind of, uh, you know, hit and miss. His most recent stuff uh, at the CFL. I know I hear you guys. <laughs> CFL, that, that's fake football. 120-yard field and sidelines. What are the sidelines? Are they like 40 yards instead of 35? Or I, I don't know. You know, it's different. They don't even play on fourth down. So they got to punt on third. They're going to punt or else they'll shit out of luck. But, okay. You know, he was the coach, the head coach for uh, the Montreal Alouettes. Well, yeah, Alouettes. I, I probably messed the song up. Canadians are going to kill me. Frère Jacques. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It might as well have been for the Frère Jacques. But, the, you know. He did win back-to-back Grey Cups, which is their equivalent to the Super Bowl, which is somewhere in between high school and real football college level. Somewhere in there. Semi-pro, maybe a slight step up from arena football, maybe. But, hey, you know, it's a championship at least. He got two in a row, and now he's headed to Chicago. And it's going to be interesting to see an offensive-minded coach, like I said before. For real. So, what a career, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, all all over everywhere, and you know, bits of ex- of success everywhere. Um, you know, had great coaching to Bernie Kosar, and you know, um, you know, it seems like success, minimal success, has followed this guy, and so it's going to be interesting to see. Um, maybe they will finally take down the sign that says. <laughs> Jay Cutler, the best quarterback since Sid Luckman, hmm. off of the arena. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, head, heading in, heading into uh, the offense, you know Brandon Marshall coming in. Uh, it's going to be another year here in Chicago uh, as the number one receiver. I like to see that connection be made uh, really fruitful and and better. And you got the returning, you know, all these returning guys, Matt Forte and Michael Bush. Who I really like Michael Bush. He is a good yes. change of pace guy. He's more of a hard nose. Uh, I just I don't know. I like the guy. He's tough. Um, even liked him when he played in Louisville. So you have some positives. Uh, a couple of rookies are starting on the right side of the line. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them has a pretty good pedigree, Kyle Long, and Jordan Mills at right tackle. And those guys eventually will be on the left side, but they're rooks right now, mm-hmm. and so we'll see. Um, we'll see. Yeah, it's all about you know. Obviously, they're raw. They're, the the defensive line, sure, it's improved. Yep, that's the good. Or excuse me, offensive line. Pardon me. <laughs> Majorly burning the midnight oil. <laughs> yeah, the offensive line has improved. Obviously, raw. So it's like that's like good and bad, I guess you can say. Good because long term hopes of the offensive line improving are right there. Like we heard from Leslie Frazier earlier, you know, a guy like Jamarcus Webb. So I guess uh, was there last year. So you won't see Jay Keller screaming at him on the sidelines this year. So yeah. hopefully Keller will be happy about that. Christian Ponder can't really scream at anybody over here in Minnesota because, uh, well, he just can't. Because if he did, he'd be probably get laughed at. <laughs> Uh, they'd say, yeah, go talk to Samantha Steele or something. Okay, or Samantha Pond, whatever her name is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Bears, they're one of those teams, obviously, 
this division's filled with it. Minnesota's like that. Detroit kind of is, but I think they're pretty safe to say is fourth place team. But they're one of those Jekyll Hyde wildcard type teams where they could be really good. You know, and they could be. You know, like the first half of last year, they, you know, they they came out storming. It was like, whoa, mm-hmm. and then wait, they can, we're competitive. You know, mm-hmm. the Bears are competitive this year. Oh, look out! Mm-hmm. And you know, we really picked the Vikings last year to really just, lack of a better word, drop a deuce on the season, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Slight improvement, and, but yeah, you know. And wow, they just came out of nowhere. And, you know, this this team couldn't hold up for the entire season. Mm-hmm. And speaking of holding up, Jay Cutler better hold hold up this season because I think there's an even bigger drop-off uh, <laughs> than the Green Bay Packers because for some reason, I don't know, I, I think maybe, maybe the, the Bears have some kind of family connection to the McCowns or something mm. because Josh McCown is, is the backup. And like, really? oh man, really? It's like yeah, that's that's it's it's ridiculous. They should have tried to keep Jason Campbell, I suppose, but maybe he figured he's a better fit in Cleveland. Oh no, well, probably here's not. The thing. That's, that, that's a cemetery. <laughs> Cleveland's a cemetery. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That's where quarterbacking careers go to die. Yep, they do. Tim Couch, dead. <laughs> Brady Quinn, dead. <laughs> Seneca Wallace? <laughs> Seneca Wallace? <laughs> oh, Packers! Yeah, exactly. Packers. They're in heaven oh, now. Man. I mean, a... you could keep going. I mean, the list goes on and on, Jeff Garcia. <laughs> yeah, especially the especially the expansion Browns. That is the most worthless franchise I've seen. And we've seen a lot of bad football teams like the Jaguars. Just there's a lot of junk in the NFL. Buffalo Bills, look at them the last, you know, 18 years. But... Yeah, welcome that to Cleveland, Cleveland. franchise. Yuck. Welcome to Cleveland. Our best quarterback was Bernie Kosar. Yeah, and that was the old franchise now known as the Baltimore Ravens with two yes. championships. Those Ball sons T. of guns. Baltimore. 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 Not the Colts, believe it or not. Even yeah, and that name still sounds cool today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you know the offensive line is finally on the up and up. Um, kind of worried about the entire right side being rookies, <laughs> but there's the butt word again. But but, but <laughs> you know you got you're gonna have to roll that dice sometime. And what's mm-hmm. better than the first year? You got you got to figure that Mark isn't gonna get fired this first season. It's gonna be no. kind of a we'll see where we're at. And if he figures out Jay Cutler. Well, here we go. The Bears yeah. will be in the postseason. They will. If if he if he can get Jay Keller to be what well a lot of people hoped he would be, especially in Chicago, because uh, obviously Chicago has struggled at the quarterback position forever. Obviously Minnesota's been doing that pretty much forever, other than some one year wonders over like you know twenty five, thirty, forty years before. Uh, excuse me, after Mister Tarkenton, it's <laughs> been tough. In Chicago, it's been tough. They finally get a legit name, legit name, but he's kind of a nut. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kind Actually, of. you know what? I heard that he's going to be a little bit calmer this year because he switched <laughs> from the generic insulin. Ooh, that there it is. Back There's to some... the the name brand shit. Well, you, why didn't you do it before, Jay? Come on, no. <laughs> Maybe champion. there will be less yelling on the sidelines. Oh, poor Jamarcus Webb. He should sue. <laughs> What? So, so on the flip side of the ball, you got some of the usual suspects that you tend to see. 
from every Bears defense. Julius Peppers, obviously the big man on on the right side of the line there. And um, Lance Briggs, you know, Mm. Lance Briggs... He's kind of he's kind of getting there in age. I mean, mm-hmm. this is going to be his eleventh season, and I don't know. Erlacher is gone. That's that's a huge huge hit. I mean, I don't care. Like, oh well, he was declining, but still, he was he was you know the Billy Badass of the squad, and I'm keeping the jersey no matter what. In fact, I still have I still have a a, a brown jersey that's framed because I I I loved him. <laughs> it was a bromance. You. It was a bromance, man. A bromance. But so you know, filling in his spot, John Bostic, the rookie. He, um, I, you know, he played most of the preseason. Preseason doesn't mean anything. I understand this, but he played as the starter for the entire preseason. <laughs> but the Bears are going to go with DJ Williams. So I'm wondering if they saw something that. They didn't like in like pass coverage or something to where they just don't think he's ready. But I'm I really think that he's going to be taking the majority of the snaps. John Bostic is going to be taking the majority of the snaps this this season at middle linebacker. Yeah, because I mean, uh, uh, yeah, DJ Williams is going to be more of the the veteran band aid for the time being, while Bostic gets you know while Bostic gets acclimated to the NFL, and when he does, there it is. Here's the here's the middle linebacker spot. Yeah, and it's the highly touted like that hmm? middle linebacker. It seems mm. some way somehow they're like, well, we're going to take care of this position and nothing else. <laughs> quarterback? No, we got we got a middle linebacker. We're good. We don't need a quarterback. Yeah, sounds like uh, so. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like certain teams out there, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. so maybe the, does... maybe the hmm? oh, go ahead. I was going to say, maybe the way the Vikings tried to pursue Erlacher in the offseason, like, we need a middle linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking about middle linebacker of the Vikings fairly shortly here. Kind of a nice story there. I, I don't know. Is there a plane that's going to be arriving in, I don't know, New Mexico or something, you know? And uh, maybe we'll do the whole Favre thing all over? No! <laughs> <laughs> well, we could, but it's, he's, now he's gotten to that point. It's just a little bit too old at this point. So... I've got to mention one of my favorite players, another one of my favorite players, uh, Charles Tillman. Now, the this guy is another one of those, oh, but he can't tackle. or what? This guy is a ball hound. I mean, he's going to strip it. He's going to punch it out. He's trying to get the turnover on you. And he's been quite successful the last few years. Uh, so it's always fun to watch this guy. And it's like, how in the heck did he just do that? How did that happen? <laughs> And then you got the times where the ball hits him right in the hands. It's like, oh, that's why you're not a receiver and you're a cornerback. <laughs> oh, man, you had it. Ten forced fumbles by Charles Tillman. Peanut Tillman. Excellent, excellent season for him last year. And if he keeps doing that, the Bears could be dangerous. They absolutely can be. It's it's uh, it's one of those funny teams. We've seen it time and time again with the Chicago Bears over the last Several years, you got nine wins, seven wins, eleven wins, eight wins, and ten wins. It's 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 all over the place. The team could be in the NFC title game, and they could be fishing. In- Real wild card oh. is the whole coaching situation. Real wild card because 
who who knows? This could be, you know, it could be just a, a great season for the Chicago Bears. It could be a turning around season, or it could just be one of the worst decisions ever made. Mm-hmm. Time will tell. That's basically what it's all about with the Bears coming in with this hire. Like lots of experience, but no guarantee, you know? Exactly. That's basically what it is. So, wins and losses, where do we go with the Bears? Uh, I will say 8-8, eight and eight, just to be safe, because it's like, I'm, <laughs> is it 6-10? and 10? Is it 10-6? and six? Uh, We'll just go with 8-8, eight and eight just to be safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right in the middle. Right in the middle. We'll call it good. Right in the middle. Right in the you middle. You know, I don't think you're that far off. Um, you know, there's some X factors that could make it less or worse. I, I really like them in that 8-9 to nine win range. Mm-hmm. Nine, 9 really being the ceiling. The ceiling. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't see much more than that. I think that they they could be competitive um for the for the wild card for a little bit. Um so anywhere in that range of one below five hundred all the way to plus one. But I, I don't think this team is really gonna bust out this season. But you never know. Mark Tressman, we'll see what happens. You get a real vanilla look in the preseason. Um and obviously no one plays for the full four quarters, so it's going to be a wait and see. And Major Wright, love the name. Mm-hmm. Need to start playing better. Major yeah. Wright, love that name. Play X, better. X Factor. Yep. X Factor, Major Wright. <laughs> X Factor. Play better. Please. So, without further ado, what everyone's been waiting for. I mean, you're listening to the Perma Mafia right here, Minnesota Vikings. Joey, oh. tell us what we need to know, what we want to know. We we can't talk about that right now. That's uh, we're gonna keep that in house. Okay, I'm just kidding. This okay, this yeah. this is the house, right? So I that's gonna be have... next episode. <laughs> That'd be a Rick Spielman is hosting the show. He'd just say again, we're uh, we're gonna do the best we can uh, to get the right players, uh, and we'll see where we go from there. It's like uh, that was a good interview. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. You know, I have to give the Vikings praise. They have the second. The second best offensive player in the NFL. You guys know him as AP, and his mm-hmm. mama knows him as Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson comes off an ACL MCL tear and follows up with almost 2,100 yards. In fact, misses it by three yards. Unreal. That's it. Unreal. Unreal. How how could somebody average six yards a carry after that? Again, unreal. It's there's no doubt about it. Uh, Happiest guy in the world when we took him. I was jumping up and down <laughs> when I was doing a lawn cleanup when we got him. Just so excited because I, when watching and passed on him, I was like, please take him, please take him. And bam, there it showed up on my little flip phone. <laughs> jumping up and down, screaming like a nut. And seven years later, cover, still covering this, uh, or excuse me, seventh year in the league. Six years later, but seventh year for Adrian coming in. Still covering the team. In fact, I started covering the Vikings on YouTube that first year, and then eventually Purple Mafia right after that. But it all started with Adrian Peterson, so we are joined together forever. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, that are obviously hindsight now, you've seen what he's become. But that was a huge gamble for the Vikings. I mean, he was coming off of injuries. He had injured injured his knee earlier in his career at um, in college there. And, and mm-hmm. it was really... The Sooners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. <laughs> oh, <come on>. yep. <coughs> um, excuse me. Uh oh. Uh oh. It was really a. Um, 
it was really a kind of a shot in the dark where this guy's talented, um, but we're unsure if he's going to be able to make it as a, as you know an NFL running back. And he, you know he's proved everyone wrong, including myself. I was like, well, I'm not really so first round. I mean, it could be a wasted pick, but you know a lot of things could be a wasted pick. Jim Marcus Russell. Jim um, Marcus, yes. <laughs> hmm. Too many, right? Tim Rivers. Tim Couch. Uh, <laughs> number one overall pick, Tim wasn't he? Couch. Oh yeah. yeah it's well, bad. I mean, look who drafted him. Yeah, that we're, team. <laughs> where NFL careers go to die. The not cemetery. only quarterbacks. But we just call it the cemetery, huh? Yeah, Sorry. no kidding, huh? The cemetery, Cleveland. But um, <laughs> yeah, Sorry. so he is just ripped it up. I mean, is this guy human? How can you come back from an in- injury like that? That uh, where the normal person would be like, well, you might have to walk with a cane. This mm-hmm. guy is, you know, run four five forty. Mm-hmm. You know, he's killing it. He's ripping through two hundred and forty pound linebackers like they're little <laughs> boys. You know, this guy is amazing. If he wasn't tackled by that Packer defender, he would have passed Dickerson's record. I know. And now he's talking about 2,500. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, jeez. Isn't that crazy? You know what? That would be awesome. And more power to him. I hope he gets it. I really do, as mm-hmm. long as it's not against Bears. If it's against the Packers, hey. or, excuse me, <clears throat> Packers, it wow, would be awesome. I would love that. You'd stop <laughs> the game. And if it you're would. ahead, we'll just call it. Mm-hmm. So now we go. Vikings win. Uh-huh. First quarter, seven nothing. <laughs> oh, that would be nice, wouldn't it? It would totally. be nice if we could get more of those, more more wins, right? Exactly. Speaking Especially, of the words, Vikings win. Huh? It makes it ever more sweet when it's against the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. So, oh, speaking of which, the the devil is right on the tip of our tongues. You were able to steal, the Minnesota Vikings were able to steal Greg Jennings away. Yeah, we were able to take him away from Green Bay. He went from, uh, I guess he was expendable because of finances, and um, apparently he's now the jilted lover of Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) (laughs) All that nonsense, I won't even get into it. I didn't even get into it on the show because it's like, eh, whatever. You know, there's too too many other things to talk about anyway, so I'll just leave that as is. it all adds up to more weapons for Christian Ponder to throw to. If Christian Ponder is going to be any type of a quarterback in this league, this is when he has to prove it. It's, a, it's his third year in the league. He has Greg Jennings to throw the ball to. He has now has Cordero Patterson to throw the ball to. Jerry is right, is going to play a full season. That's a nice third receiver. And, in, in Jer- Jerome Simpson's a guy that can get you killed but can also help you out as well. He actually helped Christian Ponder late in the year last year when the Vikings were pushing towards the postseason. And now you have a former quarterback that got us killed in the Green Bay, Green, Green Bay game because he just wasn't ready. There's no doubt about that. He looked more like a guy who was throwing ground balls to second baseman in, in a baseball minor league or little league practice or something. <laughs> um, but now he's a nice wide receiver who can jump and catch. And gosh, uh, yeah, to bottom line, Christian Ponder has weapons to throw the ball to. Cordero Patterson can catch, and obviously has a lot of speed, but can catch. Greg Jennings has had a proven career in this league. Can he stay healthy? That's a key. Jerry Wright is a guy I really, really like a lot, who you can actually go deep to uh, more than Percy Harvin, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? That guy, that guy is... It's always something with that guy. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. I think maybe Percy. this team's going to be 
you know, better, you know, what do they, what do they call it? Um, addition by subtraction. Yeah. I, Percy Harvin bugged me. He was very inconsistent, always drove me crazy. And outside of the first couple months of last year, when I praised the living crap out of uh, Percy Harvin, I've been a pretty, I've been a pretty consistent, I've been pretty consistent about it, thinking he's a little bit overrated. Uh, and uh, obviously his attitude's always been the worst, <laughs> or not the worst, but a pain in the, just pain in the ass, plain and simple, <laughs> if, just to put it blunt. Uh, a guy you cannot throw deep to. No, and I would always say he's too short. You cannot throw wide deep to Percy Harvin. It just doesn't work. You're trying to peg a, you're putting a square peg through a round hole. It's not going to happen. Well, don't you know? fit force it. Just doesn't. Yeah, really. That's what they're trying to do. Force it. <laughs> but you know, Joe Webb's emergence uh, as a guy that uh, could be a nice backup receiver for this team. A guy who was able to catch a jump ball in the end zone. Christian Ponder should be better. Uh, I, I like the receiving core quite a bit, and Christian Ponder should as well. Uh, still has Kyle Rudolph, who got nine touchdown passes from Ponder last year. That is half of the touchdown passes thrown by Christian Ponder last year. You know, I vaguely remember the show that we did last year, the preseason, mm -hmm. and I think I've made somewhat of an argument for Joe Webb to be the starter. <laughs> wow. That is, that I, you know funny. what? I think, I think that I think that I did do that now that I'm thinking about it but joe webb he is one of those athlete types uh, where he could play anywhere on the field you know hell I, I think you could put him in as running back i think you could put him in as tight end obviously it's not going to work at left tackle but <laughs> left tackle. <laughs> just because he's not the body type and mm -hmm. his skill set is is much deeper but you know this is a quick guy um an agile guy he's just a pure athlete yeah, I mean, I, I I love him. I could see him as a. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say I love him, but uh, the Viking coaching staff uh, loves him as a overall football player. Yes, I mean, you know, and I like him as well. I see him as a potential kickoff returner, not as so much a punt returner because a punt is more of a shifty, shorter, shifty type of guy. Where yeah, more of, more of a skilled receiver or defensive back needs to to fill that role. The, yep, like the Percy Harvin type or something like that, or Marcus Sherrill's knock-knock. That guy was good. <laughs> yeah, 109-yard return and made the Adrian team. Peterson? <laughs> Who? Oh, look at you. You don't, don't want to waste them legs on a punt. Or yeah, that would be pretty funny. But no, I yeah, I see. I, I'm surprised they haven't tried him there yet or really used him there yet, but I can see him as a kickoff returner because of his explosiveness in the open field. And that's what a kickoff return is about, is speed. Basically, straight line speed. Not so much shift, shift, shift. Uh, someday, I think we will see Joe Webb as a kickoff returner, at least as a occasional one. You know, he's too good of an athlete to not have on the field part of the time. Mm -hmm. You know, he just no is. Doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it. So now as we try to quickly shift, shift... Uh, over or like we would like to shift over to defense but real quick the offensive line looked kind of scary in the preseason is it just because it's the preseason and they don't care i don't know i hope the starters are serious about it clearly the backups are just not very good uh in fact uh two seventh round picks from the vikings were cut already they were both uh well actually one excuse me travis bond was already cut seventh round guard already gone uh, basically, the backup offensive lineman situation is pretty rough. 
Uh, the starters didn't look too good in the preseason either. Hopefully that's not a harbinger of what's to come. Sometimes stuff like that is. We shall see. Defensively, Kevin Williams is going to be out for a while, unfortunately, due to Joe Looney's cheap shot on his knee. Good job. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Looney. It wasn't uh, malicious. Well, uh, supposedly. Yeah, we'll just let... Yeah, we'll just go from there, I suppose. <laughs> Jared Allen in a contract year, pop quite probably the last year on the Vikings. Same with Kevin Williams. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I think both of us see Jared Allen having a very strong season this year. Will it uh, be because of injury? Uh, because he was injured last year in his shoulder. That was one of the reasons he may have struggled last season. You know, uh, yeah. like I, I was saying. You know, Jared Allen, this guy is a beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of a strange guy. Yeah. Strange guy putting up strange posters in his training camp uh, mm-hmm. uh, room. And you know what? That was 2010. They ha- he had a uh, <laughs> Jay Glazer on Fox Football Daily. Uh, took some video in there. And he had a Taylor Lautner uh poster up there and he's got an unbuttoned shirt and then he also had the twilight movie poster hanging in his room in 2010 pretty goofy yeah he's a strange strange cat uh if i was comparing him to john randall a little bit just because of the strangeness and the dominance kind of a combination there jared allen will also join johnny in the hall of fame someday i think most definitely you can't keep that guy out he's gonna be a first first ballad um the guy is just a beast. <laughs> It'll be an entertaining speech, I'm sure, <laughs> when that day comes. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't we'll... wait. That's going to be pretty good. And Willie would be wearing a camo hat? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. But... You know what? That's You know, the NFL could use more more guys like this. It really could. I mean, the guy is funny. He's off his rocker, but it's all in good fun. This guy... You know, he gets out there, <laughs> plays his heart out, just rips it up, and has fun with it. Mm-hmm. He does. There's no doubt about it. And he's been a fixture here in the Twin Cities since he got here in 08. I'm sure Farzine misses him, unfortunately for him. Kansas City Chiefs. So we'll be hearing about the Kansas City Chiefs at some point. <laughs> because, uh, yes, Mr. Farzine, yes. Is a name we'll be hearing again on the sportsstuff.com. That's yes. right. Yeah, very Farzine cool. is uh, is coming back for another season of the Chiefs. So I'm very excited after a year's absence. Mm-hmm. So we, there will be another NFL show. Welcome to join you. back. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome back. back. <laughs> so Iowa fans will be happy because Iowa likes Minnesota and Kansas City. So there you go. P- people that live in Iowa, that is. Uh, so a, a a player that's emerged nicely. This uh, in the preseason, or excuse me, over the at late last year and into this year and such. Everson Griffin, a guy who could be a possible double-digit sack guy for years to come at the defensive end position. Everson Griffin out of USC, looking to oh, have overcome character issues early in his career that made him drop to the fourth round of the draft. Very excited about him. Uh, Chad Greenway is an established linebacker. I'm not. He's not my favorite guy in the world. Pretty expensive guy, isn't he? Very expensive indeed. Paid paid like a franchise linebacker. Doesn't really quite play like one, but I guess that tier underneath it, we'll say. So, yeah, he's slightly overpaid. <laughs> Wonderful story at the middle linebacker spot or or weak side linebacker or whatever. Desmond Bishop and 
Aaron Henderson. Desmond Bishop was, uh, or excuse me, first we'll go with Aaron Henderson here, uh, was put in the middle linebacker position by default in the offseason because it's like Jaster Brinkley sucks <laughs> and he's on Arizona. That's basically fill in the blanks there. Uh, EJ Henderson couldn't really play anymore. That's Aaron's older brother. So unfortunately in that case. So we put we slot in Aaron Henderson. Most people are like, oh, we're going to bring in some 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 guy off the waiver wire. It'll be someone off the waiver wire. Aaron Henderson's not going to be that guy after all the stuff he's overcome to make it as far as he has from undrafted rookie to okay special teams player to wow he's actually pretty good at special teams now he's a good linebacker now he's a starter now he's the middle line wow what a storyline it's been a long quest um (laughs) so then all of a sudden desmond bishop becomes available because of his nasty hamstring injury with the green bay packers desmond bishop signed with the vikings and everybody's like well there's your middle linebacker but i guess aaron henderson still has it even though desmond bishop went from a uh, potential cut possibility due to just he was still injured, it seemed like, with you know other injuries. Coach getting pissed off. Host Leslie Frazier, which is really rare. If you get pissed off, get him pissed off. That's pretty weird. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Desmond Bishop picked up his play. He has made the team. He will be starting at the weak side linebacker because Aaron Henderson is still the middle linebacker. Possibility they'll shift the two around, but who knows, but... What a story, Aaron Henderson, and hey, nice pickup, Desmond Bishop. We're 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 happy to have him in Minnesota. He actually looks pretty good. Secondary is all over the place. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the safeties look good though. I gotta say that real quick. Safeties look good. Harrison Smith, excellent. There's no doubt about that. Coming into his second year, Jamarcus Samford, Sanford, not quite Peanut Tillman level with only with four forced fumbles, but hey, that's better than. Anybody else on the Vikings last year? Yeah. I like Jamarcus Samford. Uh, I hated him before. I like him now because, you know, he, the guy, he had a fire lit under him. It looked like he was going to be cut, actually, last year. Not only was he not cut, but he won the starting job. Wow. There's another guy who really fought adversity and looks like a nice uh, safety in this league, strong safety. Xavier Rhodes can hit people, but make some mistakes. He's obviously the big time, uh, high high end cornerback the Vikings got. It shows a lot of talent, but still a lot of rookie in him. <laughs> Chris Cook is—I don't know what he is. Chris—he's a mystery. Don't know. I really don't know about Chris Cook. I, I hope he can become the, a nice cornerback in this league, but I'm not all too confident. But as of right now, he is a starter. (laughs) And the nickel, (laughs) to wrap up the defense, the nickel cornerback spot left open by Antoine Winfield being let go due to financial reasons. Josh Robinson ain't it as as of yet. He just ain't it. He's not physical enough, and he doesn't look good there right now. Rumor has it that, well, obviously Anton Winfield retired from the Seahawks. He just kind of gave up because he thought he might be cut from that extremely deep secondary. So rumor has it their uh, Vikings are going to try to call Antoine Winfield and bring him in. Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat because Josh Robinson ain't it, you know. That's about all there is to say. Kickers are kickers. We're happy for him. Blair Walsh is great. Jeff Locke looks raw. There we go. 
<laughs> so it's you like, just I, kick it, just kick it through the uprights. We'll call it good. Yeah, really, please. And yep, it's like Joey, don't talk about kickers on this show. <laughs> yeah, least, least huh. not, a, not until game reviews, right? <sighs> so <laughs> it's about that's sore about sus, uh, sore subject. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't even go there, huh? <laughs> go. Yep. Uh, I shouldn't even go there, should I? I, I apologize. Those sons of guns. Uh, what's really funny, Chris Cluey's available again because the Raiders caught him. I kind of find that funny. We'll see where he winds up. Um, we'll we'll see. <laughs> it's uh, it's quite interesting indeed. So, uh, wins and losses. Wins and losses. We, we made it this time. <laughs> we made it to the wins and losses of the Vikings. Uh, blue screen of death. No BSOD. <laughs> yeah. Thank Lord, huh? Wins and losses. I will go with, I hope this doesn't sound homerish. It shouldn't, but maybe a little bit to some people. We'll say, I'll say nine wins. Ooh. Joey, that's too many. Stepping up. Still less than last year. Because they're not going to win ten games this year. There, I, I said it. <laughs> now, I'm not just playing devil's advocate here. Uh-oh. But I've got to say... I'm looking more into the six to seven oh. range. Oh, it could be. It's like a knife right in the back. I know, <gasps> but hey, how sweet will victory be if you prove me wrong? I I hope so. I hope so. Oh, yeah. I'm going with nine. I I, I think there's a lot of talent on this team, uh, like a ton, but it's because of Ponder, I think, and and the secondary are the two Achilles heels on this team. And I pray to God the offensive line doesn't become another Achilles heel. Oh. Because if it is, we're going to be 6-10 and 10 or less, yes. And we won't be saying welcome back to Leslie Frazier. I believe he's in a contract year as well, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh, contract years. We love them, don't we? Oh, yeah. That's when everyone plays better than they had for the previous four years or whatever their contract was. And then they <laughs> won all kinds of money. Look yep. what I did last year. And then they come in the next year and suck. <laughs> yeah. Not not all the time, but a lot of times. But, yeah, we could name a million names in that category. A fraud. Okay, sorry. A fraud. <laughs> That's the biggest one of all time. Um, but, yeah, so you're more in the six to seven. Yeah, that was about where I was last year. I'm trying to go with nine. I hope it's not a homer pick. But it's just there's so much, yeah, potential. We'll, we'll see, though. We shall see. So, we were going to take a break and to, to go into the uh, actual, like, overall NFL predictions here, but we're going to, we're not going to for the sake of time. We got to, we got to keep things rolling here. So, Let's do it. Yes, that's the whole idea. And, and plus, it's not really all that much to talk about, though. It'll get, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have commentary on it. But the whole idea is now that we've predicted the NFC North and all that good stuff, we have Green Bay. In first, Chicago or Minnesota in second and third, and then Detroit fourth, so that's safe. So now, we will go to the AFC. What two teams? This is a kind of a tough one. <laughs> Very mm. tough. I hope you're, I hope you're more uh, black and white on this than I am. <laughs> well, you know, it's, AFC. 
you, there's some up and up teams coming out of the AFC. Actually, the Jacksonville Jaguars are looking a lot better. What? Uh, <laughs> along with the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. Yes. Those two teams are going to be on the up and up this season, but I think you're going to have the usual suspects once again: New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to have a, a more competition with the Bengals being on the up and up, and believe it or not, the Steelers are as well. Ouch! So I think the Steelers. I you know I think they could be a sleeper team. Houston Texans didn't quite get it done last year. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, and I think actually win. Mm. Uh, I think yeah, you had San Francisco. You oh, had them had beating, San- beating Houston. That's, yep, that's what it was. Yep. Yeah, because NFC team. Mm. Um, but the Indianapolis Colts—they're going to be my shocker team. I think uh-huh. that they're possibly going to win this division and make it all the way to the Super Bowl. Holy cow! I like the Indianapolis Colts. I, I think that um, a lot of what's going on there it really resembles like the '99 Rams. They could be the next coming of the greatest show on turf. So if they can score enough points to win, if they're going to have to score, I don't know how, outscore their, uh, their non-defensive playing ability. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to be in there to win it. Uh, oh. I, so I like I liked the Indianapolis Colts actually make it all the way to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. I can't believe, I can't believe you did that. Wow. You actually, wow. You, we actually, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but but first, before I continue, now that I'm spoiling oh, wait, it already, wait, we but, forgot. Yeah. I forgot who, to say anything about the, the AFC West. Yeah, or who's the Broncos. team that's gonna? Who's the team that's gonna, gonna play against the Colts in the uh, AFC Championship? Um, game. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, you know it all. Broncos. Yeah, it all depends. You know what? Let's say Broncos. I'm gonna say Broncos Colts. <laughs> yeah. And I love that matchup because it's like, oh yeah, Peyton, we didn't need you, and then they. Suck it to him. Man, it's not you know, even a game. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? See, cause I can't believe it. I thought I was going to be all shocking, and then it's like, well, you took well, him. Well, did I steal your thunder? A <laughs> little bit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I actually have, uh, yeah, I thought, I have the Colts going into the third round, of course, the AFC Championship game. I was going to, I, I thought you are going to be like, whoa, you know, but I have the Colts going to the AFC Championship game, yes. Um, the Patriots, just, I, I love them to death. I'm a Minnesota guy first, Boston guy second. I probably said it a million times already on my other shows and this one. I love the Patriots to death, but I think they're kind of slowly on the decline, unfortunately, especially because they cut Kim Tebow. That's going to kill them. Okay, oh, excuse yeah, me. That's, that's a deal breaker right there. <laughs> they are done, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't I couldn't resist well, that one. But You know, too, there's, there's going to be a lot of controversy going around with, you know, Mr. Gunplay tight end serving his time and all that but uh, they definitely are on somewhat of a decline when but they hmm? can pop out of nowhere too that that belichick is uh notorious and it's funny that we're talking about a team that's into decline that's yeah. gonna win their division <laughs> they probably are yep it's, it's it's hilarious and i've never you know i actually didn't even i never even got around to aaron hernandez in this show can you believe that i'm actually saying his name finally well, I think everyone's heard enough about him. Yeah, that's partially why. Like, I don't. I try to slow down with all that over the top crap. Yeah, I, I get tired of it too. So yeah, I had the Colts in the AFC title game, not winning it, but because I didn't want to be as gutsy. But wow, like I guess you took it. So there you go. That's a, that's a good thing then. So one of us has them in. That way, it won't be all the way. 
I, I kind of picked Denver by default Ooh. to go to the Super Bowl. To, to go to the Super Bowl. I didn't, yep, to go there. You know, you know a lot of people are saying right now, Joey, mm-hmm. that's the safe pick. Yeah. It totally isn't because, no, because, it isn't. because Peyton Manning has a history for screwing up in the playoffs, having great, great regular seasons, and then be one and done in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I do, I do like that pick. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate the, uh, I hate the Steelers, and that's not that's not news. I, I don't really see them getting super far. Uh, Patriots again. I've said the decline word already. Uh, Houston, I'm, I I don't like them, and it's not because I don't like them as like like I hate them. You know, it's more of I don't like their chances. Is what I'm trying to say. They just don't get the job done, and Last, we've we've seen it too much. They're like the Jaguars were for years. Like, oh, they're going to the Super Bowl, and then yeah. and then they don't. Last year was their window. It's it's yep. it's done now. Yep, exactly my point. That, yep. that was their window. It's like a Brian Schaub. Who? Nah, Brian. Who? Ah, what? whatever. Right? <laughs> Where's that guy? Yeah, I, I don't trust him. Nah. And, and you know what? ESPN will put some like obscure numbers, and he has the greatest winning percentage when you've got a hangnail on your left toe. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! It makes him look awesome. It's a joke, he's isn't one, it? He's one of the greatest. Look, he. He's got a better percentage than Brett Favre. <laughs> I hope he does. No, no I'm kidding. Yeah, they were, <laughs> he, was, he was one of those annoying statistical phenoms, wasn't he? Drove us crazy. So with that said, I have the Miami Dolphins going. Okay, I'm just kidding. It is Denver. <laughs> uh, Miami, I wish, right? That'd be nice to see them finally get good. But anyhow, <laughs> for the sake of me babbling too much, yes, Denver wins the AFC. Off to the NFC we go. Ooh, are you ready? Are you ready? Um, this is actually a lot harder. I mean, Vikings. you would think with my with my ballsy Indianapolis pick, <laughs> it's harder to pick from the NFC because you got a lot of things going on. I think <laughs> Dallas kind of makes somewhat a resurgence in the NFC NFC East. I think they win that division. Uh, we just talked about Green Bay Packers; they're always in the mix. Um. Up-and-coming teams, obviously the New Orleans Saints are going to be back with full force. Mm-hmm. You're going to have everyone back, and you're really going to see how much having your for-real head coach back is going to make a difference with this team. Um, 49ers and Seahawks, you know, the surprises for the last couple of seasons from the NFC West are, are legit contenders now. These are real teams. And who knows, St. Louis is hanging around. You know, they've got a pretty good quarterback. He's up and down, but, you know, they're they're hanging around there. They're quirky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, it's one of those waiting for someone to get hurt, waiting, <laughs> and, you know, and the Atlanta Falcons pretty much are, you know, they're they're right there with the Saints. I think that's going to be one of the tough divisions in the NFC, the NFC South. It is. So, drum roll, please. <laughs> For the NFC Championship game, yes, yes, I like San Francisco yes. <laughs> against the New Orleans Saints. Ooh, that would be very entertaining. That'd be a very entertaining game. Ooh, so you have the Saints with the resurgence. I like the Saints. I like their chances this season. Hmm. Wow, that is going to be fun. See, I am going with yes. Uh, yep. That whole Super Bowl loss syndrome, oh, they're done. You know, like, you know, teams that lose the Super Bowl, they go like, 
not San Francisco. No, 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 no. This team is not going. <laughs> this team is not going down at all. At all. They are going to be back in the NFC Championship game without a doubt. The team that is not going to be back in the NFC Championship game, well, by default, is the Atlanta Falcons. Matty Ice, Matty this, Matty that. I got in an extremely heated argument with some asshole, <laughs> to make it very blunt, on a, on a on a Viking on another Viking board who happened to be a Packer fan, and I didn't even know he was a Packer fan until much after the conversation. Who you tried to tell been. me? Yeah, he basically tried to tell me what an idiot I am for saying Matty Ice isn't worth uh, the contract he got. The guy doesn't win playoff games. End of story. He's not Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, any of them. So that guy can do something to himself. <laughs> he was the biggest jerk I've ever talked to on Facebook, and that's extremely talented. I'm, I'm not kidding when I say that. <laughs> Mad props goes to the troll that will na- remain unnamed. Oof. Oof. I, I haven't gotten that. I mean, he was the biggest. I was like, you know what? Your football education doesn't come up to my ankle, just in case he's listening. It it doesn't. Yeah, oh, son. Huh? Yeah, son. That's what I was going to tell him. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got pretty mad. So I can't believe I actually just said all that just now on the show, but I did. Anyhow, because they brought up Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah. He's not, he's not, a, play, he's not a winner. He's not. And he will not get the team back to the NFC Championship game. With that said, I'm, it's like I have to pick this team, even though it's kind of weird in a way, but anything uh, can happen in this you're league. You're going to say the P word, aren't you? Which one? The P word, the Peckers. Nope. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yep, thank you God. You can say right? any other name other than it's that. Not, it's It's weird in some ways, yet at the same time, it was a very, very, very sexy pick to for, with a lot of people not that long ago. A lot of people before a certain guy got hurt for the 99 millionth time in his career. A certain newcomer who got hurt. The, 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 the Vikings Northwest. What team was the Vikings Northwest? Do you, do you know who that is? Where all the Vikings go? Huh? Vikings Northwest. Uh-huh. <laughs> what team was that? Should I should I just say it? Yeah, just say it. You got me. Yep, sorry. Seattle Seahawks. Oh, no kidding. Yep. Seattle wow. Seahawks will be in the NFC Championship game. Wow, it's going to be an NFC West Fest in the yes. NFC Championship game, huh? Yeah, I think they're the two best teams in the NFC. I, I think they are the two best. Uh, New York is a funny team. You never know what they're going to do. But not this year. I think within the next two to three years, the New York Giants will win a third Super Bowl with Eli Manning. But this they is... just hang around, don't they? Yeah, they're they funny. Just stay hanging around, stay hanging around, and then they just get hot and mm-hmm. we'll get anyone. Yeah, and they'll be nine and seven, but win every road game, and they'll knock the Packers out of the playoffs, which I'm all yes. about. There you go. Hell I think we yes. both there. <laughs> go for it. New get that packet. <laughs> concrete jungle where dreams are made of there we go <laughs> yeah that's that song okay sorry uh, yep oh, i remember that that song was playing when the packers got crushed that was pretty cool but awesome. this is not the year for them not yet but they'll be back yes excuse me yes yeah, yeah. seattle san francisco I huh i agree they will be back mm-hmm. seattle will be the second place team in that division uh, which will give them a disadvantage in the NFC Championship game, which what does that tell you? 49ers get a home game. 49ers get a home game, and they are going to rematch the 89 Super Bowl, right? Eight, 89, yes. Oh, wow. Yep. 
Yep. And uh, I'll I'll let you say your uh, Super Bowl. Oh, oh, wait. You didn't actually say who was going to win the NFC. I did did I? No, no. I like the Saints. How dare you? I'm picking the Saints all the way. Oh, my God. You have a rematch of 09. What are you doing to me? Uh, I'm getting sick. (laughs) We, because hey, we know what 09 was. At least we're, we have more differences. Like, we're both picking <laughs> picking the teams opposite. That's funny because we're pretty close again. Once again, we're pretty close. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I like I like a Saints-Colts, basically somewhat of a rematch game with a better uh, winning quarterback uh, behind the Colts there. Mm-hmm. Who? Oh, wow. That's going to be something. Yep. So now that we're at that point, I have Niners and Broncos. You have, wow, that's funny, Peyton Manning. And <laughs> it is kind of funny. <laughs> you were saying, yep, so who is going to win your Super Bowl there? Super Bowl 48. Normally. Huh? Normally. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I'm kind of tipping my hand before I wanted to make the big reveal. Oh. Everyone knows that probably for the last decade or so, I've always picked. NFC teams to win. Uh-huh. But this season, I think it's going to be the Colts. Man, that's pretty cool. I think the Colts take the Saints. <laughs> in a, in a, it's, you know what? If that Super Bowl happens, it's going to be such an awesome Super Bowl. It's going to be like be you know, 42 to 35 or some crazy. It's going to be a high-scoring you know, 60, 70 points total, maybe even 80 points total. Just a total shoot out game. So that's that's what I like. I like the Colts in the shootout. Mm, that would be fun. So you have him going Joe Montana in the Super Bowl. Second year, right? Yeah, second, yes, second year. Joe Montana led the Niners to a championship. Second year, Andrew Luck leads the Colts to a championship. Well, speaking of second years and and the 49ers, <laughs> you, yep, you 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 know what it is, don't you? I already know. A rematch of the 89 Super Bowl and a victory once again for the San Francisco 49ers. They will join the Pittsburgh Steelers in the immortality uh, trophy case of six Super Bowls in my humble opinion. Yeah, I have San Francisco being the first team in quite a long time to go from losing the Super Bowl to winning it. Colin Kaepernick, of course, being that second-year quarterback, yes. Doing it with Joe's team. Can you believe it? Yes! <laughs> that would be something. I think, gosh, they probably they would be the first team, I believe, to win the Super Bowl with three different quarterbacks, wouldn't they? Yeah. I don't know if I want to... Huh? Yeah, you know, I if, do not... That's a tough one, isn't it? I probably shouldn't have asked. You know what? Actually, I think the Redskins did. Oh, yeah. They were kind of spread out. Yep, Doug Williams and all that. Yeah, they were spread out. Yeah, that's really spread out, though, too. Yeah, just like San Francisco was a little bit, or would be. Yep, a little bit. Uh, What was another one that was kind of a funny one? Now I'm blanking. Uh, Dallas had Aikman and... and, uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Staubach. Yep, Green Bay. Oh, they've had three. There it is. There, there it is. Green Bay. Bart Starr, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers. There, there it we is. Go. That's really spread out. <laughs> yeah, that's too far. You know, it's about twenty years each time, or thirty. But years. you know what? I don't know of any thirty years, team yep. that came back from losing a Super Bowl to winning one the next year. I think there's one. <laughs> I forget who it is. I ah, uh, there is one at least one in there. I I'll tell you, if there's one, call into the Purple Mafia. Mm-hmm. Joey, how can I do that? 
I'm pretty sure they can do that by calling 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention you're calling in to the Purple Mafia show or Purple Mafia, or just say, hey, Joey, how about them Vikings? <laughs> or how about yeah. them Packers or whoever? And how about them San Francisco 49ers? Yes. But there, there, I do know there is one because I remember hearing it, but I forgot who. I believe it was in the 70s. In the good old 70s. Uh, it may have been Miami, though. I don't think they lost one now. I'm screwed up. Raiders, I think, actually. Okay, I don't know. Cowboys? <laughs> we'll dig it up. Who? The Cowboys? That might be. Uh, that might be. Because I think they lost one, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They lost one to Pittsburgh, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, and they lost and uh, I think they beat Denver one year too. Yep. Uh, what's his name? Got the MVP. Is the only guy that ever get an MVP on the losing side? Was that Stalbot? No, it was. A, I think it was a defensive player. Dang it! If Jim Towers oh, was with us right now, he yeah, would know. He would. He if he's listening right now, he's screaming in our ears. Jim, Jim, Jim Towers. Yep. Dylan, how can you not remember this? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I love those shows that we did. <laughs> Oh yeah, a while ago. Fun stuff. We gotta do that. Blast from the past. Mm -hmm. Don't do it, Dylan. Oh no! (laughs) Talking about dome field. You're gonna pick the Eagles to beat the Cowboys. I'll kill you. Remember dome field advantage thing? That remember that pissed him off. The what? (laughs) The dome field advantage. Remember that? He was pissed at us. (laughs) He was mad at us. You know what? He was a great sport. We made a bet. Uh, about an Eagles, Eagles, yep. Eagles, and um, and Cowboys thing, and I had a McNabb jersey back in the day when McNabb still played for him, mm-hmm. and he actually owned up to the bet, and he did wear the jersey, and I did take pictures of him wearing his Dallas hat, wearing an Eagles jersey, and I threatened to put him online for several years, and I never did. What a nice <laughs> guy, huh? You are a nice guy. Wow, wow. I still have nice. all those pictures, by the way. Like, and by the way, Joey, they're going uh, on right as we... There they are. No, I'm kidding. There they are. <laughs> That'd be something. Oh, it's fun. Plastered right on the front of sportsstuff.com and on the TSS Boards Facebook group that I invite all of you to join. Oh, you know, right. and something new. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are trying an affiliate with um, Amazon. Now, yes. this doesn't yes. affect you in any way. Um, basically, what you do is you come to the Sports Stuff... And you click on the Amazon banner and then just do whatever you were going to do otherwise. What it does is it kind of tracks a little inside right here. It tracks, you know, what you bought. And then it will give us a percentage so we can, you know, keep bringing you great shows like this and put a maybe put a few uh, shells in our pockets and pay for the service. And who knows, Joey might want to buy a new microphone or, mm-hmm. you know, something. Who knows? Yeah. So, you know, just click on the site, click through. And uh, buy whatever you're going to normally buy, and they yeah. give us a little taste. Yeah, and it's... we'd like to say thank you very much for listening to this free show. Yes, it's free. It's and, free, you know, it doesn't cost it. anything to click through on Amazon either. You just make your normal purchases. It doesn't jack the price or anything like that. It just gives us a little percentage and lets Amazon know that, hey, um, you know, advertising works through podcasting. So mm-hmm. It does. There you yep. go. And I could That's use a new spiel. hard drive. <laughs> I could use a yeah, new hard drive. Yeah, Joey could use a new hard drive. So someone want to donate a new hard drive for Joey. Because <laughs> he got a BSOD and we lost the whole show. And this uh, is the second time we recorded it. Although we didn't do 
this segment right here. We didn't do the pick no. segment. No, so. we didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, we, we, didn't, make we it. didn't make it that far. <laughs> this is uh, this was actually really good, too, what we've just done. I'm impressed. I'm amazed. We we have a lot of energy to pull this off, don't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're, it doesn't, we're older it doesn't guys. hurt that I work graveyards. Oh, that's true. <laughs> And I'm a second shift guy, so it's like, it's not quite graveyard, but it's like, you know. I mean, I'm running on fumes right now, but at the what, same, but I'm saying? having. Huh? What are you saying? You need to go to bed now? Yeah. I'm running on fumes, but I'm still enjoying the living crap out of it. So that, that helped. It gave me a lot of energy. Like, this is, this is a lot of fun. Oh, this is always oh. fun. We and did really good. You know, Joey, every time I'm on, it always makes me want to be on more. Mm-hmm. Anytime you want me on. So long as our schedules yeah. can match up, yep. uh, I will definitely be on. I, I love doing the show with you. I think this is fantastic. Thanks for having me on, Joey. Yeah, thank you so much, and thank you. Yeah, I mean, I would love to have you on as much as possible, and thank you so much for <laughs> for for your patience and enduring this um, this uh, this tonight. Yeah, this is a quite a quite an effort from both of us. Yeah, thank you again for sticking with this. I'm 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 impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. We to, did to, it. To put it light, yep. Looks like we made it. We made it. <laughs> oh, it was good. This is, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd like to have you on as much as possible, especially in the postseason, but probably in some division games too. I mean, heck, heck, yeah, and maybe even whenever. Definitely. When the, when the Colts are playing, no. <laughs> maybe we'll get some Facebook feedback, and they'll be like, "We don't want the dumbass Bears fan on there anymore because." Well, it's not like you're but, one of those guys that's like, people from Minnesota are stupid, you know, remember those, those kind of fans? Like, You want a Minnesota? Why would you want a Minnesota? Just get a regular one, dude. <laughs> yeah, see, that's why you shouldn't mind having Dillon. Come on. No, don't Just, you know? I'm a Packer fan, don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Eh? Eh? Oh, that's, that's, that's like a lot of accents mixed into one right there. I know. I don't even know if I did that right. It sounds like a Minnesota accent. Exactly. (laughs) See, that's how I screw it up because Wisconsin. See, I live in this place called California, okay? So, like, Minnesota and Wisconsin stuff is kind of like the same accent to us over here. Okay, brah. Yep. Yes, it is. Wanna go hit the surf, brah? Shaka shaka na na, brah, brah. (laughs) <laughs> Ain't Anyways, the truth. we have officially jumped the shark joey i yeah, think we're going it's too nuts. late for us yep, i we're think going. it's bedtime we need food we need sleep we need everything but most of all we need you to click on amazon <laughs> yes yes yeah i mean and it is that thing yeah it's not spyware either just so you guys know too some of you out there that are a little paranoid about that like my buddy Marcus, the forecaster in Timberwolves explosion <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just a click through it takes you straight to the front page of uh of uh, of Amazon. Yeah, it's it not takes- a special store. It's nothing that we set up. It just it just to let Amazon know where to direct putting our percentage because yeah, yeah. we it enticed takes- you to come to Amazon and purchase products. Yeah, it, it takes three seconds, and Amazon's about as easy a place to purchase stuff. So I mean, I do it all the time. Way before I saw the button there, now that I see the button, it's like, oh god, yeah, I'm doing that from now on. You know, uh, <laughs> probably one of the better things to do is like bookmark it, or you know, and then yeah. you don't. Have- so even if you don't go to the site, as long as you bookmark the the link, then you know it's mm-hmm. it's nice. It's the nice thing to do. 
And yeah, we'd like to thank it. you in advance. Please do it. Please do it. We, we, we're dying here. We're dying. <laughs> All right. So with no further ado, uh, thanks again oh so very much. These, I mean, I was so excited to do this. I can tell you can tell uh, you were as well. <laughs> oh, definitely. I, I love this stuff. I live for this stuff. I'm a sports nut. Don't just watch sports. Get involved. Get involved. All right, yep, get to that sportsstuff.com. Remember to do that oh so often as possible. So thanks again, and thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will be back with some legit football game reviews coming up next week. Yes, football's here. Mm -hmm. It is finally here. Take care, everybody. Mm -hmm.